Yeah, it's you're like deep in it. The old Buffalo deep chair. Shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like that uh, one meme that Plant Parenthood did where it's like when you sit in the weird chair at Buffalo, <laughs> yeah. it's like the skeleton just like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking ab workout. Uh, let's pass around this bottle of wine. Let's try it. What do we got here? Are we like live? Yeah, we're live. We're, he did it for recording. me. He did it for me. <laughs> no. It's usually his Does like... he say that every time? He's always like, are we recording? And it's like, dude, we're always recording. Yeah. Right. So on that note, uh... Uh, <laughs> God damn it. All right, I lost my voice, but welcome back, Sippers, Simps, and Whiskey Dicks alike for another episode of Sippin' with Simps. Uh, I lost my voice uh, going on a bachelor party, Josiah Torres MCL, and we have Adam Fortuna on. So we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're starting off switching it up a little bit with a bottle of wine. So Adam, before we kind of intro you, why don't you just tell us what we're sipping on and why you chose it for us. Totally. Sensual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're drinking a little bit of rosé from southern France in Provence, which is like the flagship area for rosé in the world. It's it's when you know in the eighties and nineties, a lot of people thought rosé in America thought it was like white Zinfandel or like this right. sweet, sugary kind of thing. And Provence style rosé has been dry and crisp and fresh for a very, very long time. And this is like one of my favorite producers every year. It doesn't break the bank, but it, um, I think it competes with a lot of the wine I sell that's double the price. Yeah. So this is like, this is like 25, 30, 35 bucks on a retail shelf. Yeah. Uh, but awesome organic rosé, Southern France, super tasty, crazy chuggable. Yeah, I can swear, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, fuck oh, shit. You, shit. Like, this shit. is fucking fuck chuggable. Bitch. The shit yeah. that we say, man. The, the the profanity is the least. Yeah. Of your worries. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, I just there's so much like shitty, you know, for lack of a better word, there's so much shitty like light rosé, and I think when you taste something that's got texture and body, I'm just like. I want to drink now, this all the time. Now, is that 100% because of people know that, like, American white girls just want to drink rosé, and <laughs> they'll they'll buy the it because it's pink, you know what I mean? I mean, rosé is the fastest growing category in wine, and yeah. it has been for, like, a decade straight. And Everybody's making rosé, like, celebrities, right? There's, like, mm -hmm. the Brad Pitt rosé. Mm -hmm. There's, like, fucking... You have the Snoop oh. Dogg red? I, no. Fucking post I want to. I, I, like, I, yeah, we should have. I, like, I would have... That would have probably been more interesting Dude, to try something like that. I had two bottles. That, the cork has Snoop Dogg, like... Yeah, stamped on it. Yes, it's a it's rose. Awesome. Is it good wine? No, it's a sweet it's a, red. It's he makes California sweet red. It's like it's exactly what you think Snoop Dogg drinks Dude, when it comes to red wine. It's not a rose. It's a brose. It's a brose. He makes a Cali brose too. <laughs> does he? Yeah, now he does. <laughs> but nice. it's just one of the like it's one of those things that you know when I used to live in a state that was fucking rainy all the time. As soon as it was sunny, everyone. It doesn't matter if it's fifty degrees. As soon as it's sunny, it's like rose patio. Right. Let's chug. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, you may be asking why does this man know so much about wine? It turns out it's actually his job. And if you sell wine, I'm looking at it, matter of fact, right now, you get a pool, you get a nice house, <laughs> you get a lovely wife, and you get two awesome kids. So start selling wine. We should start selling wine. Just like in the parking lot at Meyer. Yeah. Just, just like in my car? You, is this the moment yeah, where we yeah. just like stand up and leave everything running <laughs> yes, yes. and like go sell wine? Sorry, like, Bernie. <laughs> 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 no, so he sells uh, for uh, Veritas. He loves Kermit Lynch, which is part of that portfolio, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. And do you want to talk about that? What that means? What that yeah. looks like? Yeah. I mean, it's a way longer story how I got into wine, I guess, in general. Um, well, let's start from the beginning. Oh, man. Let's, you can give us the clip. <laughs> so you notes. moved to where? So grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Rockford, Rockford, Michigan. Rocky. Went to RHS. Let's go Rams. 
no no one cares no one cares (laughs) um and then i uh after college my wife and i were just kind of like the world is very large and we've lived in this bubble forever like let's go somewhere and we were going to move to san francisco and we didn't have jobs and i was like i don't know if we can swing this financially and we took a trip out to seattle and we're like this is where we want to be yeah and like a year later we moved without jobs and i kind of originally moved there to be like I'm going to use my degree and like work in finance. And so I have a degree in economics and I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to work for like fucking Edward Jones or something. Mm And, um, kind of fell backwards back into the industry. And even though I'd worked in it my whole life. And so did you degree in economics? Yeah. Grand Valley. Central. Central. Yeah. Did you like bartending college? Is that what you meant? You've always been in the industry. Started yep. waiting tables when I was 16. Cool. At Perkins Family Restaurant. Oh, oh yeah. Real, oh, yeah. yeah. Really Do good. You both know really, it? bro. Really, really good breakfast restaurant. So, cool. like, yeah. every, <laughs> every, surprisingly good. Every weekend morning in mm-hmm. high school, I was like up at 5 a.m. to wait tables and like make good money. I was yeah, making like, like 100 bucks, cash, 150 yeah. bucks. In high school when I was 16. Yeah, yeah. and shift. that was in 1982, right? <laughs> no, no, no. 1882. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good year. Um, but yeah, and then uh, when we moved out, I like didn't know what I wanted to do. And I had this friend who also lived in Seattle but grew up in Rockford. Yeah. She was like, hey, I know you um, I know you like are not trying to work in the industry anymore, but like I work in this ritzy downtown hotel bar. We need a bartender. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. For sure. I was like, I can fucking bartend down down Seattle in a hotel bar, even though I had only worked in like a craft beer bar doing Ooh. shot and pops. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And kind of got thrown. So it was a place called Sazerac and kind of got thrown into this place that classic, was like classic very name. whiskey heavy, very cocktail heavy. Mm-hmm. And I was just thrown to the wolves. And then, you know, within like six months, I was like, all right, I need to like, I knew I was like, I was fast. I was efficient. I was clean. I knew I was a good bartender, but I'm like, I need to learn about all this shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, again, this is like so one, you, 1% of the story, but yeah, so it goes like, on and on. So that's how you got into like more into it, but what was the next step after there? That's what inspired the passion. Yeah. yeah. What grew the passion? So like when mm. you, when you grow up in a place like West Michigan and you're doing this job, especially, you know, I'm, so I'm 39. So we're, we're talking, this is 13 years ago or 14 years ago now yeah. when I moved there and um, when you grow up in a place like Grand Rapids, it's always like, what are you doing next? You're working in the hospitality industry. Like, what are you working towards? Yeah. All day. Right? Fucking sucks. Dude. What are you going to do when we you t- grow up? Yeah. Yeah. We well, talk, uh, talk about that all the time. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I guess. <laughs> and like, even after, or like, you know, when I was done with college, my wife got her master's at Central and she was a couple years younger than me. So we, I like naturally waited for her to, like, what are we going to do next? Mm hmm. But it, it, it's always been like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, you got this good degree, like whatever, bachelor of science, super mm-hmm. cool. And I was just trying to like get out of college after changing my major 17 times. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, been there. What did you start with? Uh, I, so never official declaration, but I was like, I'm going to do, um, what's it called? Child. I don't know. Were you like not teach children, but like take care of children? What was it? I like switch parenting. <laughs> parenting. <laughs> no, like, like I don't. Even, I can't even like. Um, I can't place the name right now. But I, I, I just either. switched many times. Then I was like, like early childhood development, something kind of like that, in, okay. in, along that realm. And then like my dad's a pharmacist, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be a pharmacist because they make bank. Like yeah, everything right. that I was trying to choose was like 
I want to make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Early childhood development, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was like the one thing where I'm like, oh, I kind of like love kids. Um, But everything I was trying to choose was like, I just want to make money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair. Um, And then by the time I had like kind of been like, I'm going to be a pharmacist and did a bunch of math and chemistry or I'm going to be this and done a bunch of this. It was like. Now I just want to graduate. So, like, what degree can I graduate with quickly in one yeah, year? Exactly. And it's that became this economics. says a lot about finance, bros. By the way, <laughs> yeah. I'm just dude, saying seriously. it really does. Yeah. You're like, hey, I, dude, I've done all this shit. I just want to get over it with. What do I choose? Oh, finance, yeah. economics. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Shout out to all the finance. And bros I'm glad out there. I did it. I mean, like, you know, I guess. Yeah, they got the. I thought this was a good neighborhood, Adam. No, we got a helicopter. We're about to get oh. bombed. Are they looking for us? No, it's actually. This is probably someone flying their plane their into private their, plane to their, their backyard. Private plane to their backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's all this noise about three-minute flights? I just saw a Dude, meme like Marjorie Taylor Greene defending. It's because a bunch of celebrities got outed for how much they fly on their private jets. Oh, it's and it's that. like the average. It's like what? all the top ten. They had like Taylor Swift had a hundred. Fuck Taylor Swift. He loves Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, what do you feel about Taylor Swift? Uh, you can touch it. <laughs> I, I I feel like I like her, but I don't love the music. Okay, but I don't dislike her. If I want to like cry myself to sleep, I listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I want to cry, no, I listen but, to Taylor Swift. To kind of pick back up what you were saying, the reason why it's becoming so much of an issue is these are the same celebrities that are telling everyone else to be environmentally conscious. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like, yeah, you're you're wasting the environment. You shouldn't be using plastic and stop drinking out of straws. And then they'll go out and burn like you know a year's <laughs> worth of gas just dr- well, like flying five minutes across. Yeah. Like, Taylor Swift's whatever. number one on the list. She bought a <laughs> private plane in January, which is shocking because she's had the money to do that for a long time. Had to join the club. But she finally bought her own private. So she probably chartering private planes so she bought her own right and since January until last month uh, July she had 110 private flights that she flew the average time was 35 minutes of flight damn (laughs) (laughs) but but also I mean that's what like a five hour drive yeah, no, you know what I, I mean? So, like, it. you kind of, like, if, if we all had the money, like... See, I'm, I'm just would, informing you guys right. on it. Yeah. Well, My stance on it is I would be, take see, it everywhere. If yeah. I was worth yeah. half a billion dollars yeah. and I didn't <laughs> have to drive Here's, five miles, yeah. I, like... Yeah. The yeah. thing is, that's not the issue, though. The issue is that they're doing this and then bitching at all the no, common yeah, folks for not being environmentally conscious. It's like, yeah. just pick one or the other. Like, if you're going to do that shit, fine, dude. I, I do was the really same fucking thing. Leonardo DiCaprio was on that list, but he's not. No. Yeah. No. Probably paid people to get him off. He's probably. I know, I know <laughs> no. Keanu Reeves isn't on that because he takes the fucking subway everywhere. Does he? Yeah. It's, wow. like, it's a known fact. Every man's hero. Every yeah. man's hero. I also saw this other thing. About how the lead singer of Imagine Dragons, do we know this horrible band? Yes. Fucking the modern day Nickelback. Yeah, the modern day Nickelback. That's like the same exact song, but with different words that are just like, blah, blah, blah. It's using every like like, (laughs) NBA finals, any kind of playoff like hype song. So they were, I saw this thing about water usage and he lives in Vegas and he was like, Something like using two million gallons of water at his property a year, and it's like more than the prince of Saudi Arabia. How Jesus. many times does that man flush his toilet a day, I, dude? You know, I don't. Or like, I want to see the water feature. Yeah. I wonder if <laughs> yeah. that's more. That, is that more than like the MGM Grand Fountain? It's got to be. Or that's he just cr- showers all day. Does the forget leaves are running? Yeah. <laughs> is he a single man? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, that's a good mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Um, say what you will about Imagine Dragons and I hate all their music, but I did like, so they had an interaction on Twitter with, uh, the boys. So some oh, of the us TV watch show. the boys. Do you watch the boys? The TV no. show? Yeah. It's a great show. Should should watch what, it. what network? Amazon. Amazon. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but know if I've even heard of it. Simultaneously, we all got like the... It's like the, if superheroes <laughs> were ran by a corporation and they're not all that great, like they abuse their power actually. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like super R-rated, titties everywhere, explosions everywhere, gore everywhere. It's like, it's really good too. The writing's awesome. But it's also written in this like comic light. You know what I yeah, mean? right. Yeah. But anyways, what happened was they posted a song on Twitter the same day that uh, that Imagine Dragons posted their new song. It's called Bones mm-hmm. on Twitter the same day that the boys announced their new season. And they were like, guys, sit the fuck down. We're trying to announce a TV show over here. Mm-hmm. And they went back and forth in the comments. And then their comeback to Imagine Dragons was to take their song and use it in a trailer. <laughs> That's amazing. And it actually worked so fucking well yeah. with the trailer. Like, it's super fucking hype. Nice. For once. And it was the only time I've ever watched a trailer. I was like, what is that song? Like, That's pretty hype. Yeah. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's fucking Imagine Dragons. Yeah. God damn it. Um, anyways, to answer the question, Daniel Coulter Reynolds, the lead singer of Imagine Dragons, is married. He's been married since 2011. He has four kids. So maybe that's that dude's like six six too. He's tall as fuck, and yeah. that applies maybe to the that, water he just thing. Like consumes, he's just so healthy. He just maybe. consumes dude, that two, much water. Two hundred, okay? or it was like two million gallons. Oh or something. my goodness! Jesus Can you look Christ. up his water usage? Yeah, well, but he's so he's got. You want to hear the names of his kids? By the way, he's got all Let's daughters. Let's keep roasting them. He's got all daughters. Well, the that's first, where all the water goes. Right. He's, he's rich and he lets his daughter shower. All Actually, the time. no, he's got three daughters and one son. Their okay. their names are great though. The first daughter is Arrow Eve, and then they have two twin daughters, Gia James and Coco Ray, and then they have a son named Valentine. All right. I don't right. know. I think Arrow might be the best name out of all of that. And then they were going to get divorced, and then they decided not to go through with it. I saw how much poorer both of them would be. So <laughs> he also <laughs> suffers from ankylosing spondylitis. Oh, that sucks. Which, Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. <laughs> a type of, it's a type of arthritis characterized by the long-term inflammation of the joints of the spine, typically where the spine joins the pelvis. So mm. you know what happened there, right? I mean, it's where the spine joins the pelvis. And if like, you got inflammation there, probably. I mean, he's created four kids. God yeah. damn. Dude. Yeah. Which is a fun fact. I forget who I was talking to Levi about Levi about this the other Leave. day. Levi, right? Well, there's a statistic that's about what is it? However many seconds a child is born. No, mm. you were talking to me about this. No, it was you. And then yeah, I think dude. and then I told Levi about it afterwards. Every three okay. seconds someone is born on this planet. Which means think about how many times you've had sex and how many kids you have. Right. Or how many times you have come and how many children you have. Take those ratios and translate them to three people being born every second across the world. There are like probably at least a hundred thousand people orgasming right now at this every single second. Conceived or born? Born. Okay. Like one Which person. The World Bank site has every three seconds one more new person. Did that also mean every three seconds someone is conceived? Right. Well, yeah, right. exactly. I mean, so by that, so you you do that yeah. math back. So probably more every less, three seconds, yeah. more or less, yeah. every three seconds, one person's conceived. But then you realize how many people out there are ejaculating that aren't conceiving kids, and you do that math backwards, and it translates to a lot of fucking cum. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it. <laughs> a lot. So you know, speaking of cum, um, this was a really solid rosé that we just had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We, um, <laughs> I really liked it. We killed the Solid bottle. transition. You I know? love that. <laughs> I forgot. Is it gone already? Yeah. yeah. We killed it. I was it's gonna, I was it's gonna really t- chuggable. It what really is. Yeah, I was going to tornado move on it. to next? We, you pick. Rowan's, oh, we're going to do both, but Rowan's or Willet? Willet's not been cracked. Rowan's been sitting there for, what, three weeks? I think. At least. Yeah. I, what, what I think we should do is Rowan's and then Willet. Okay. Let's do it. Because I, like I mean, it. they're both the same distillery. Yeah. Um, 
most of us have had Rowan's. And Rowan's is older or younger? Mm, good question. Is Probably like barrel age wise. Yes. This is a four year will. I don't so. think that's a full four, but I. Yeah. Rowan's is less than a four? If it that is, shows up well for less than a four. Really fucking good. Well, Noah's is a six, right? <laughs> I rated a six. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. a soft six. Yeah, Noah's, soft six. Noah's is a hard fucking six. six. Nice. All right. So we'll do that. All right, so let's grab the Rowan's Creek here real quick. Um, there's a lot of words in the back. Yeah, we'll do that first. But before <laughs> yeah, we pour, uh, poor, I can't stop saying poor, that. Poor, poor. Euro poors. Um, Wait, Rowan's Creek is aged for 12 fucking years. Is it really? Well, that was this was an article from 2013. Oh. I mean, I doubt there's that they're no going to switch to a, that hard of a... But why is there no age statement on the bottle? Is it MGP? Uh, uh, it is a no age statement whiskey that once held a 12 year age statement so uh, it is a two year bourbon uh, that's my guess yeah. that's crazy it's really tasty for a yeah. two year bourbon though I mean that would just it, you, it, maybe you, it's longer have but. you had the new mash anytime recently or? No, I, I just tickle a little sip mm -hmm. just now a little, tickle, tasty. little tickle taste it's oh, always been good oh quite on set we gotta do the quite so on set. watch carefully you're gonna yeah. do this with the willet Nice. Uh, weak. Soft. Weak. Shy. Weak. 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 All right. So Sazer seven kids were just born. <laughs> <laughs> you had Sazerac. You, still, you were at Sazerac, yeah. and that inspired. Dude, so Sazerac was a... Have you guys heard of the hotel chain called Kimpton? No. There's Is that a, a West Coast thing? Like, no, there's one in Chicago. There's like a fa there's like one of the good bars in Chicago is in a Kimpton hotel. Are they it's, boutique? Or? They're boutique, yeah. but they're like... I think they got bought out by some huge chain recently, but it's always been boutique. Um, and Sazerac was a hotel bar at Kimpton. Okay. So, you know, got to wait on some famous people. It was high volume. It was really fun. Um, any favorite famous people? Ooh. Yeah. Andrew and I were talking about this earlier today, but oh, were you not, not, not there. Not, not was... at, not at this bar per se. So like saw Lady Gaga at the bar, saw Aaron Rodgers at the bar. If you're a football fan, mm -hmm. um, Serve Troy Aikman a Bud Light. <laughs> Serve Snoop Dogg cognac once, like handed him a glass of Hennessy, yeah. which mm -hmm. is like the most cliche yeah. bartender thing on the planet. Yeah. Um, Did he say thank you? Did it sound cool? I don't think he said anything. I think he, he was doesn't just need like, to, Billy. <laughs> he's like, oh, like just <laughs> fucking <Sorry. mine." laughs> Um yeah. No, no, like no one. Uh, I mean, I guess kind of crazy people. But anyway, Stick so to the good one. I got well. <laughs> that that comes later in the story. Okay, which cool. we will piece throughout that episode, okay. I guess. But. Yeah. Um, so Kimpton, you know, big, big kind of company in, in that year, you know, I learned, I like busted my chops. I learned from two great, like older bartenders who were kind of teaching me everything being like, do it this way. Like, don't stir a spoon with two hands. Like that really? kind of shit, you know, like, <laughs> like just shit that I just didn't know. Cause I'm just trying to like pump drinks out. Yeah. Um, and I won like Kimpton employee of the year. No shit. Which was kind of wild. Yeah. And what, all. Yeah. Really? And, and when I did, when that happened. I was like, all right, it's time to like accept that this is a career and like I need to go somewhere better. Like I need to be more in like a, a scene sort of spot, like high end cocktail bar, or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, um, wrote a like kind of a passionate cover letter to this chef who was opening a new cocktail bar. It was an Amari bar, which mm -hmm. was kind of random considering post off now. But yeah, um, Amari bar, they were about to open. It was 2011. Um, and I was like, look, I don't have that good of a resume, but you got to hire me. Like I'll bust my ass. You'll regret it if you don't hire me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like the last person hired. And that really is when I dove headfirst into cocktails. Yeah. How long did you work there? 
I so I went from last bartender hired to like GM of their fine dining restaurant and the Amari bar within like two years. Okay. Um, and it was great. And it, that's when like shit started to pour in. So we were in like a really cool neighborhood, kind of like the East town of, of Seattle. It's called Capitol Hill. It's like where all the good bars are, all the good restaurants are. And I was, I, I was an unknown and we opened this bar and it was a success. And then like, you know, a cocktail competition later or like a write up later or a couple write ups or mm-hmm. an accolade. And all of a sudden you're like famous, yeah. you know, or Seattle famous. Yeah. Um, is it pretty, not clicky, but is it like, yeah, it's, (laughs) yeah, it's like very much, um, yeah, it's very see and be seen. It's very like, you know, and this is again, 10 years ago and everyone, I, so I've seen the entire cycle of the bartending thing where like when I first started, um, you know, it was a bunch of like dudes wearing vests with like curly mustaches, like making, (laughs) making you feel shitty for sitting at their bar. Yeah. Fuck like, that. oh, you don't know about this classic, you know, like that kind of shit. And then it kind of evolved into like, we do hospitality and like, that's our thing. And I, I've just seen like every cycle of cocktail and spirit. Mm. They're like, you know, the, the whiskey thing, the mezcal thing. Like I've seen all of that. You yeah. Know? And <clears throat> it's kind of fun to re-witness it in Grand Rapids because I feel like we're just historically Behind. seven to ten years yeah. behind everything that's <laughs> exactly. happening yeah. so what's happening in seattle right now uh so like the big thing right now is like uh um like low abv no alcohol like really damp damp and dry is a big thing which is like mm. be sober yeah mm. be sad be sad. alcoholic spirits yeah um rum is huge but it's been huge like it's weird to say like what's right now because we've just it's like this industry is like fashion where like everything has been done like a fucking million times. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. it's just cycling through the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so that was, that was, uh, this place was called Artuzzi. It was a, like I said, it was an Amari bar. It was really awesome. I had a great time there. I was there for like four years. And, um, when in the final year that I was there, I got like a really arbitrary accolade. Like all accolades are just like some beat writer being like, Need a story. You're the best. Or like, this is amazing. Or you have the best cocktail in Seattle or you have this or you have that. But like one of them that kind of stuck out is like this New York publication, like listed me as a top 25 bartender in the country. No shit. And I was like, I was like, damn. Okay. Um, And at that point, like, so I had got, I had become a certified sommelier, which is like the wine thing. I never wanted to pigeonhole myself into like. You already had, you had your level two at that point or just one? Uh, Two. It was like, they were like right at the same time. Yeah. Like level two. So certified. Yeah. Um, and I never, I always waited tables, bartended, managed, ran like beverage programs. I never wanted to just be one thing because I, I thought if I did that, you kind of pigeonhole yourself into only getting offers going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so right when I got that, um, like top 25 thing, it was like this big thing. And then like other Seattle, so it was a New York publication and then other Seattle publications started picking it up and it just kind of like, was like a fucking wildfire and i was like you know what i need to leave this gm position of a fine dining restaurant and great bar and i'm like i need to go into like one of the best cocktail bars and just make drinks because and be the be the guy be like be like a cocktail bro because like that's what i'm getting recognized for you know um and so then also if this is getting like way too long-winded we can take breaks and talk about pop pop culture too no like can i try this fucking whiskey we will derail you at some point yeah we will we'll (laughs) rail you we'll derail you (laughs) (laughs) i need like a break to jump in the pool um (laughs) go for it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i went to work at a place called rob roy 
and Rob Roy was um, like downtown Seattle, and it yeah. was like one of the first places. Are you familiar? So um, it, a lot of my family lives in Seattle. So. Oh, okay. oh, nice. Yeah, it was. It was like one of the most kind of like long-standing cocktail bars. There it was yes. one of the first people doing. The, Is it the dark cool and shit. steamy? Wood? It's it's um like Mad Men. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mad Men era. So everything. Um, Every block of ice was hand carved with like a big yeah. fucking hatchet and a glove yeah. and like yeah. um, sick. You know, I, I, I mean, don't quote me, but 500 whiskeys or whatever, like yeah. everything you could think of. Mm-hmm. Every classic cocktail um, you have to know how to make. And then there's also original cocktails and like crazy kind of prep setup. And it, I just had never done anything like that because, you know, the old place was an Amari bar, which was still a great cocktail bar, but it wasn't like. I need to know every detail about every whiskey on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, and you're limited. You're, yeah. your hands are tied in a sense. Yeah. yeah. And then when you when you work in a place like that, you know you get those challengers. Mm-hmm. So these oh, are the fuck guests. Them. I hate those first people. drink. First drink ordered for me. Mm-hmm. Four in the afternoon on a Monday. This is your first shift. First, yeah, Robra. Okay. An Algonquin. <laughs> do you guys, do you guys know not an a Algonquin? fucking clue? Not a fucking clue. So the fucking crazy thing was is like I used to like religiously study like the Savoy cocktail book yeah. and like these like really hyper classic books. It's uh one and a half rye, three quarter dry vermouth, three quarter pineapple juice, nothing else. Shaken, shaken, shaken served up in a coop. Algonquin. Does that it doesn't do? sound that bad. It, it but it, the the best part about it was is like this fucking asshole and i knew this dude he was like a liquor rep he like i I knew he was challenging me because i was the new bartender and then i knew it Mm -hmm. and the owner was like oh you know that cocktail and i was like oh i guess (laughs) like thank god i got this recipe right like yeah Yeah. um so i worked there for a little bit and then i um it was really cool it was you know it was um totally different than anything that that i've done because i'd always worked in a restaurant right this was cocktails only learned so much um, entered some other cocktail competitions, did well, stuff like that. Like the, the stock kept rising and rising and rising. But because that place was so loaded with people, I kind of didn't have great shifts, even though I knew I was doing a great job. So I, yeah. I, I walked away from it and I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't want to just be a bartender. Like I knew that at that point and mm-hmm. I still bartended. I still created a cocktail list, but I was like, I need to be involved in wine. I need to be involved in like a, a bigger picture. Right. Went back to the place, you know, the Amari bar and the Italian restaurant for a little bit. And then I moved to another place, which was my final stint in Seattle that I worked for four years, four years, three years. I don't know. Um, kind of like the hot, even to this day, kind of like one of the hottest restaurant bar combos in town. Um, Asian focused, Vietnamese with a French influence, really high profile chef, um, really amazing cocktail bar, like really, really amazing cocktail bar. Like one of the best in the country, I think still to this day. Um, so what kind of like, what kind of spirits, what kind of cocktails were you bringing to pair with East Asian food? Was it like, was it tiki? Was it kind of, okay. So like like Polynesian, the the cool thing about the chef at the place, the last place I worked, it was called stateside was the restaurant and it was French Vietnamese. And he was a, um, he was the executive chef for Jean George and Jean George is a three Michelin star restaurant in New York. And then he went and opened the location in Paris and Shanghai and he was the head dude. Okay. No shit. Okay. Which is like big <clears throat> shit. That's big shit. Yeah. And then he moved to Seattle because he loved the Northwest. He went to college in Colorado. He's like, I love the West Coast. And he's like, you know what? Like, I did all this fancy shit, but I just want to kind of open a place that's easygoing and fun. And 
When chefs open these places, do they sell them once they leave, or do they just he's, have? I mean, he's still there now. I, I don't know. No, it's, like the places in Shanghai and so, stuff like that. So, so Jean George is actually a person. Oh, okay. And Jean George, or he was he was restaurant Danielle in New York, which is I think three Michelin star or two, and then he moved to Jean George. And so these own these chefs who own these places have these kind of like executive rights over them, but yeah. they employ somebody to be their head chef. Okay. And he was kind of that head dude for a while. Okay, gotcha. Um, and when he moved back to Seattle, he wanted to open this place in Capitol Hill. And it was like really high quality Vietnamese with like, you know, a gringo twist to it, right? It's yeah. not like a Vietnamese person opening it. He was a white mm -hmm. dude. Yeah. But super good food, um, like amazing quality food. And I went to the soft opening when I didn't work there. And then I immediately was like, I need to work here. Like, this is the most exciting thing in Seattle. I need to work here. And I reached out to the other owner who was the front of the house guy. And I was like, Hey, like, you don't know me, but like, here's where I've worked. Like, do you guys like, how can I come work for you? Mm -hmm. And you know, a couple days later he was like, we, for somebody like you, we want to make a position and like come on board and do this with us. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that was just the restaurant at that point. And then they okay. were like, Hey, we have this little 700 square foot garage right next door to us. 700 square foot is tiny. So yeah. if people who listen to this know Buffalo, I mean, I don't know the size of that, but it's. I mean, if you, sidebar? If you took, if you took S sidebar, it would be a little bit smaller. Sidebar is probably if like you, 500. If I would you say. cut off uh, the entryway or the hallway, excuse me, yeah. that's probably about 800 square feet, maybe more with the bar, but just the walking and sitting area is definitely 700 square feet. Like it's small. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> the bar adds more, obviously. But. Yeah. We so they were like, look, we want to do this, and like we have this guy. They hired me as a restaurant professional, knowing that I had a cocktail background. But they're like, we have this guy who works for us already, and we he's going to be the bar manager. This is what we're going to open. What are your thoughts? And mm -hmm. I was like, so my thoughts are this guy fucking sucks, and let me <laughs> run, let me run this bar yeah. and run your beverage at the other place and kind of manage. And they were like, you know, I feel bad, but they kind of like, and the guy was like a. Trying to think. He probably listens. If, if, I was gonna say if there's podcast. anything, if, if I if I like if I like repost this, like will this guy see this? He was a giant piece of shit. He didn't know what he was doing. Right, and I was him. just like, yeah, I, I love was like, that decision you just made. Yeah, in your I, head. Was like, <laughs> I was like, let me fucking run this shit, and it's yeah. gonna be amazing. And so we turned this fucking one stall garage into a 26 seat or bar, dark as fuck, like very dark. The whole entrance was like a dark green door with like a window that was this big, like no sign. Yeah. It wasn't Ooh, a speakeasy, but we were like, people know stateside, they're going to see, which is the restaurant. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're going to see this door and wonder what's going on. Yeah. And they're going to see people filing yep. in and out. Yeah. Yep. And then I, they let me do it and I got a team on board who was like, I don't, have you guys heard of Canon? No. Canon's like, um, Canon, like at one point, was like the third, you know, those like top 100 bars in the country thing. Like yeah. the, the main. So Canon was like number three at one point. It's a Seattle bar. Oh shit. Um, and there's a guy named Jamie Boudreau who's like an icon. He like was doing craft cocktails like in the late 90s. Yeah. He's like amazing. Like Rob knows him and is like obsessed with him. Jamie Boudreau's like old school cocktail bro loves Canon and Jamie Boudreau. Okay. Mm -hmm. Biggest whiskey selection in what in uh the Western Hemisphere. Really off the charts like in dude, what city is every, in seattle? this is in seattle it's so every, seattle every, malls are pretty fucking awesome to own a bar e, <laughs> they just don't pay as much attention so he has he has like <laughs> he probably has 70 skews of willet mm -hmm. like 1996 like 
14 year, mm-hmm. whatever. Like he has Whoa. everything you could fucking imagine. Like look up his his whiskey menu online. Is this it's, personal or is this canon? This is sell like saleable, sellable, saleable, saleable whatever. Yeah. Canon. Like they have like a it's all on an iPad. They have like a 80 page whiskey list. No What's shit. It's wild, dude. It's we got to make a trip, boys. We got to make a trip. Oh, dude, 100%. But he was like one of the first people like smoking cocktails, putting shit in weird glasses. Like mm-hmm. he was doing it. Like he's he he's a, a a leader, I think, across the country. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that up, but I stole one of his bartenders. I stole another bartender from like another great cocktail bar. And we had this like kind of icon. That's such a bad word to use. Can we edit icon out? Why? Because I wouldn't consider myself an icon in Seattle, but I... I hey, it's okay. Just own it, bro. No, no I, I just fostered this group of people to open this new yes. bar. And we fucking opened the bar and it was a line out the door every fucking day. That's like, awesome. Every Hell day. Yeah. Like busy, Monday, busy. Bu- yeah, yeah. And it was... I couldn't... You know, it... it I, at that point, it was like the first time after working in this industry for so many years, like so many years that I was like, you know what? I'm fucking really good at this. Yeah. Like, and I can take it in whatever direction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, I think being good isn't just what talent I have, but more like, can you rally the people around you to like be also amazing and create this experience? And that's like, I don't know. It yeah. was it, the, the last few years in Seattle, I really felt like I hit this kind of like elite industry status. Yeah. And not from how people viewed me, but from like what I was contributing and doing. Yeah. And it was more than just like you like making money for yourself or yeah. anything like that. It was actually adding to the city, adding to yeah. the people around you. Yep. So my next question is, will you please talk about Jeffrey Bezos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested now. Have you guys heard that song, the Jeffrey Bezos? Song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bezos. yeah 100%. This is the second time. This is like this, this is, so we were really we just sponsored. Me a cigarette. Oh, you're already thinking about I, it. I, I yeah. think that we're just sponsored uh, by Amazon on this episode, aren't we? We are. You got another one right Actually, there. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. It's been, a minute. Cigarette. So, it's been a minute. I'm ahead of Jeffrey fucking Bezos. Actually, like. And I, when I was talking about this earlier this afternoon, when I was sitting at post off with you, Andrew, like he's like as a person, he was actually like a really nice dude. And I know we're like bred to hate him. Yeah, like, I mean, he can't afford to asshole, be a mean person. Like, like he cannot yeah. afford to be a mean person. But you come, you know, you come, you come into a little a cocktail bar like you think he wouldn't even interact with anyone. Right. Like he would mm-hmm. just sit there and like have someone order for him or do whatever. Like so he um, I wouldn't say he was a regular, but there was a good streak of time where he was coming in regularly which was kind of cool and at which bar this was at the final bar i worked at okay oh so we hadn't got there yet i'm sorry no 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 this is it oh. so foreign Na- foreign national is the other bar so this is at the garage speakeasy yeah. if you will yep. yep that might be undermining it yep. but yeah and it, it just the the thing kind of caught a fire we got a ton of write-ups we got when you say national write-ups, you mean like stuff in the newspaper or whatever i mean like so because a write-up to me sounds like I just, like, employee got in trouble. Yeah. No, oh, sorry. So, like, yeah. And it's more exciting than review putting you in, right? Yeah. So, like, write-up is, like, <laughs> yeah. when, like, you know, top 25 whatever douchebag in the country that I got. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I got, like, so I was, like, Eater Seattle Bartender of the Year yeah. X year. I was Seattle Magazine Bartender of the Year a year later. Foreign National was X magazine best new bar in the country whatever stuff yeah. like that okay and at this point were this you is still like experiencing like pretty strong imposter syndrome what's that mean 
where you don't think you do where <laughs> so you don't wasn't. think you're like you don't think you're good enough for so the position you're in the, no i've never i've always i always have felt and known that i'm a talented individual i was i was confident in that aspect mm -hmm. but i think it gets it becomes really difficult when you start receiving these things especially in the age of social media when everyone was on facebook things get reposted mm -hmm. comments all this stuff um i just never wanted to the thing so i don't know every mash bill of every whiskey i don't know every classic cocktail i don't like it wasn't about you don't that need to, my whole thing everything that i ever did was based on i no one has better hospitality than me yeah you come into my bar you're gonna have a fucking awesome time. time even if i'm in the weeds yep. like <clears throat> you're gonna be like watching someone performing a ballet because like i'm still gonna be nice you're still gonna get your shit quick i still know that you need a knife because i cleared your last knife like mm -hmm. shit like that you know yeah. um and i feel like a lot of these writers at that point and you know we're talking like 2013 14 15 16 a lot of these like food and drink writers all so many bartenders were just so entitled yeah mm -hmm. you know and like still are yeah and i just <laughs> I, I don't think they had seen someone who like really cared about somebody having like a dining experience mm -hmm. or like hanging out having fun like your water you get a glass of water when you sit at the bar like if you spill you get it fucking wiped down like mm -hmm. shit like that like people didn't care about it. they're like let me make you this like have you ever had a um trinidad sour yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that that was like the extent of it and then like they just sit back and like fucking stare at yeah. and watch your face yeah. so i just i was just so hyper concerned and the, like also this was and i know it's not big in grand rapids but it like this was like the day of Yelp. Like we were, you would get fucking yelped mm -hmm. like crazy mm -hmm. if, if people didn't have a good time. So I was, I had this hyper concern of providing an it, it, it amazing experience. You yeah. Know? And I think that's also, I, I still think that's the most important pillar for anyone mm -hmm. in our industry. I mean, from dive bar to fancy restaurant, I mean, in your managers and the owners and we'll emphasize it more at yeah. certain places. Right. But I think that is the biggest pillar for anyone that wants to make a career out of this industry. Right. Yeah. Is that it, it doesn't, is. It, it doesn't, is. people don't, you can, you can, so you can make somebody the best drink they've ever had. And if and you're they an may asshole, remember it, like they might, you're, they're not coming back. Yeah. You can make them like, mm. like I got a text from someone the other day. They're like, dude, I'm at blue dog tavern. Their Negroni's actually really good. And like the, the person's like, had never made it but they were really nice and i'm like yeah you're gonna go back and buy another yeah, negroni exactly, now exactly. you know like yeah. so i think you've said this before where it's like they'll forget the bar they'll forget the drink you made but they'll remember the bartender yeah you know, and they'll that's remember the so experience yeah. Yeah. yeah and sometimes you might make it that's what's so fucked up is that all these bartenders want to make the best drink that you've ever had there is a 30 percent chance at best that they'll remember that drink right but there's a hundred percent chance that they'll remember you and the experience you gave if you're right. excited i have seen it time and time again if people order if I'm in the weeds and somebody orders a dealer's choice for me at the bar, I will make them a daiquiri or a gimlet. Mm -hmm. And I'll speak really excitedly about why like such a simple drink can be so fucking perfect. Mm -hmm. And they lose their mind. They're like, yeah. wow, I've just never. They're always not good like this. And it's like, well, yeah. it's probably exactly how the last person <laughs> yeah. made it. It's just yeah. you, but I just talked to you about why I like this drink and its simplicity. Mm -hmm. And right. it was it. I didn't fuck it up. I managed to not fuck it up. I was excited mm -hmm. about it. I had a smile and you saw that I'm in the weeds and I did it anyways for right. you. All um, right. So Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah. yeah yes. So sorry. So like Je okay. Jeffrey Bezos, you it. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos was one of those spots where I'm like, damn, like, all right, I'm like doing something or like, I, I don't know. 
or like I've made it or not even made it. When I don't know. This, where was I just he thought, the richest man in the world at this point in time? He, we looked it up. So this was 2016. He was worth $67 billion. Okay. Weak. He could have given that all away and he'd still be the richest person today. Today. Yeah. Right. 100%. The thing is, like, yeah. if you've seen like any of the old interviews from him, like way back when, like you understand that like at his core, he's still a decent dude. Like he used to drive like a fucking beat up Honda Civic for the longest time. Or a toy, a Corolla or, or a something, toy, something one of those like that. Things. Yeah. Yeah, toy Corolla. And he was just like, they were like, dude you're like worth x amount of money and you're still driving this shit he's like yeah it works like why would i buy something new yeah and now he's like jacked and shit and hanging out with you know models on his private yacht he broke it's okay yeah Yeah. Yeah. he sold out yeah he blinked 182 (laughs) 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 he went full angels and airwaves on there so he so he you know the first time he came in and you know like i said dude small fucking bar like we had a doorman you couldn't just walk in that's me the doorman had to like fucking open the door Mm -hmm. and it sounds really bougie but he had opened the door and be like look we don't do standing room because we're fucking small. So we're like very familiar with yeah, this. So, yeah. So he would open the door and look in and like let people in and they would have to stand at the standing table and then the standing table would go to the next available seat kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and Bezos people, it, he, and he, he used to come in on like, a, I mean, again, don't quote me, but Monday or Tuesday, maybe a Wednesday. And all of a sudden, like two big dudes just come in and like open the door and look in and they're like, okay. And like ushered a person in and he, um, just sat at one of our two tops, like which again is like five feet from the main bar. Like he was not, he was close to everyone. He would, didn't have his own section. It what like you couldn't like if it's you not, saw this it's not bar. Like he paid for the seats. No, it's like, it's, it's like as big as like where we're sitting right now. Like it's yeah. fucking small. And uh, he came up to the bar and he like actually was like, oh, like you know, what are you guys known for? Like what do you like? And kind of let me make him and his wife a, a cocktail and. Um, was like great, you know. Slapped a certain amount of money on the bar. <laughs> I, I just tell don't know what him, I can or can't tell say about the cocktail. Yeah, I so, was actually so, kind of. I thought so the cocktail was cool. The cool thing about um working for the chef, right? The the chef who worked at all the bougie places. So we always had liquid nitrogen. Oh fuck yeah! He would develop different sort of um acidified juices, and this is when people weren't acidifying, right? Like <laughs> making orange juice sour or whatever, mm-hmm. adjusting pH. He would make us things and be like, what can you do with this? Like, he'd be like, hey, I adjusted the, the acid and pH of this orange juice to, to be like lime. But I also added um, food grade bergamot and neroli essential oils to make Fuck it really floral. God. And like, I, I infused. And he just did this for he, you? He would just be like. What I, a dream. Or he's like, hey, I made like this really smooth, like um, aerated pistachio butter. Like, do you think that you could like use that? Or I have fermented rice liquid. Can you turn that into a cocktail? Like just shit yeah. like that, which was like, you're taking everything out of it for us where I'm just like, oh, I taste this thing. And I'm like, I can add, you know. You can just work with flavors. Yeah. You're just given X ingredient. Yeah. You, you can taste like it. I was like six ounces of St. Germain. This is going to be great. Yeah. No, not really. But <laughs> every time. Every people time. People love it. St. Germain so, is cheap. So we had this drink uh, called a sorrel sour. And sorrel is this really, really grassy, very lemon-flavored herb. And we were nitro-muddling. So we would put all the leaves in the bottom of the, of the tin, pour liquid nitrogen on it, mm-hmm. and that preserves the color and the flavor without bruising it or making it, like, look brown. Mm-hmm. And it also smokes like nitrogen does. So if you've mm-hmm. seen liquid nitrogen, like, yeah. it fucking, it looks fucking amazing. It's like, theatrical. Yeah. yeah. 
So we would do this in, in after we nitro muddled the sorrel, it was beef eater, lemon and lime juice and simple syrup and an egg white. Like it was a gin sour with nitro, yeah. but um, I was like, you know what? I'm really excited about this. This herb is fresh. It's in season. Like the drink is bright green. It's got a great whatever and made him and his wife one. And he slapped a couple Benjamins on the, on the bar <laughs> and was like, drank it. And then he was like, you're a genius. He's like, this, this is my wife's favorite cocktail, like blah, blah, blah. And, and he, you know, he came back a, a couple of times after that handful number. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, that's, and I'm like, if I'm that much of a genius, how am I not your house cocktail boy? Yeah. Right. right? Like, <laughs> I will literally do anything yeah. for, for you to just employ me at your house. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was that, that moment. And then another moment was, um, if, I don't know, are you, are you guys like, is imbibe still a thing? Do people care about imbibe? Never even heard of it. Imbibe magazine. Oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. So like, there was um, the editor of Imbibe, the main like editor in chief. Wait, before you start this, yeah. chug that bourbon. Okay. And let's let's we want to talk about it all or no? Talk about what? Yeah, you bourbon? guys are just letting me talk. Yeah, uh, well, it's because it's fucking interesting. Because well, yeah, I, it's a fucking awesome. I know. I'd, I'd rather just listen to you fucking talk all day. Honestly, well, yeah. Let's but, talk about Rowan's before we open the Willa, and then we'll talk about Imbibe. Um, that was really good. The Rowan's, if it's a if it's a two year, this is the best two year I've ever had. Yeah. That was me just shitting on it. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. It used to be a 12 year, but I wouldn't, you know, you would have to guess, especially because, I mean, Will it probably started producing their own juice, to my knowledge, not that long ago, mm -mm. mid no. mid 2010s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's definitely not a 12 year and they went to an NAS or no age statement. So I, I would guess it's two to six year or yeah. a range yeah. of maybe a blend of like I some guess, eight year I guess there, a four year average on that I mean yeah. that's what kind of yeah, the vibes yeah, four it gets year to me average, but like what's the proof awesome. on it again 100.1 100.1 I love that it's kind of hot though it is hot it's it very is. spicy and I it love overproof spicy. I love overproof but like it yeah. seems hot it does. It does. It yeah. does. But it doesn't linger. Mm -hmm. Also, the, have you ever listened to this podcast? I was just going to say, I've been, so I've been so waiting times. to say I've this. I've talked about you so much so on this glad. podcast on one thing. I wanted to say it and like subtly see if you, you got it. it? Yeah, you but anyway, so like. What does subtweeted so, mean? So, so subtweet <laughs> is basically when you tweet about someone like without like actually calling them out and everyone knows you're calling them out. It's like a, anyways. But you know, the reason why I like Rowan's Creek so much, and it's kind of like what, um, um, one of my good friends' mentors says all the time is the mark of a good spirit is the finish, right? How long it lingers. And we say it, he says it probably every fucking time. Why, why do you guys keep looking at me when he says it's it's you. talking about it's you? you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, probably, you probably said it one yeah. time you weren't no, even thinking sure. about like, it. Yeah. yeah, but this man's yeah. like, he's like, yeah. like yeah. But it's so it's so true. Yeah, he's like, it's so true. That's why I say it all the time. Also, we've been fucking spoiled on this podcast with the things that we've tasted. You know what I mean? Just being connected. Yeah, shouts out to the friends we have and the bars that we're connected to. So like, we're most we're not we haven't done like a white bottle special in a long time you know we're like tasting high-end shit yeah um the bottom bitches was a good episode how, how much how much is rowan's like you bought it got in I chicago got it in i'm chicago, assuming yeah. 60 bucks 60, no, uh, 40. 40 40 is what and i it's pretty good for 40 noah's bucks. mill is 60 or 55 like mid 50s yeah. noah's mill is like one of my fucking go-tos yeah it is yeah um i wish i'd brought it because i love tasting them side by side because it's more or less the same juice same Just, profile 
different proofed up and so, probably a little bit older. To rate it, our cork system is one through eight, and you can do like 5.5, 5.75, whatever you want to do. 6.9. 6.9, exactly. Nice. Um, nice. Um, 4.20, 4, I would say. Let's say <laughs> it's 45, right? 45, yeah. 45, yeah. but we're all going to pay... $80 if we want it in Michigan and we're oh, not going to drive to yeah. Chicago. You know yeah. what I mean? For 80 bucks, not that great. For 45 yeah, pretty want to go off of MSRP. I'd give it a six, dude. It's yeah. a solid. I mean, it's a sipping whiskey. I, I think it's a six at 80. I think you, it's that good. You think though? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I also have spent the that. last like three years drinking Evan Williams White Label because it's cheap and gets <laughs> but it's fucked fucking up. so good. It's White good. Label's yeah. fucking awesome. It's really good. <laughs> it's so the that's bottom like, bitch that's, of bottom bitches. Yeah, yeah but it's like can... it's like my Miller High Life of yeah. whiskey, where it's yeah. like I always have it around the house. It's really easy to do a shot. Mm-hmm. It tastes good. so much with it. Too. Yeah, and if you like, I know Rob loves to do freezer gin. Like Evan Williams is the perfect freezer whiskey. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean. That's I I think this is pretty good. I just. Yeah, I don't know. It is. It's just a little hot. I would say five point seven. Five point seven. Yeah. Nice mm-hmm. boys. I'm going five five. Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what I was going to say. So <laughs> yeah. That, what I always do is when we say let's rate it, I lock a number in my head before anyone else talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that way I'm committed to it, and then I get super annoyed when it's so so you can't, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can't like yeah. It's but, good. Um, I think there's a ton of great applications in cocktails too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It has not a ton at eighty of, bucks, but yeah. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. But like, if you had this at forty five, you could sell an eighteen dollar old fashioned with it and be fucking fantastic. The you fucked know up I mean? thing about whiskey though is that like it, you guys said this is in Michigan now, or it's coming to Michigan, or uh, I don't. All the Romans <sighs> I have came from a Binnie's. I actually, so, I don't think it's in Michigan. Yeah, I was buying in Nothing Ohio. came no. from Michigan. Or no, no, no it didn't. Will we got that from not, Jose a year ago. Will, will yeah, it, Chicago. Will it was in, for, to my understanding, Will it he was. He got it at Benny's, by the way. Yeah, I bet. Will it was in Michigan before like the bourbon bro hunt came on and, <sighs> yeah, then, it got, those and then it got delisted. Delisted, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't think any of these are in Michigan. And like, no. at, if this came to Michigan because of the bourbon bro hunt, this probably would be over 80. Yeah. It'd 100%. probably be like people would be buying this like black market 150, blah, yep. blah, blah. And they probably Gross. would right now. Yeah, they w- I I've posted that one just to see like feelers and shit. Yeah, and I've gotten offers up to 150 to 180 for just I fucking. Sold, yeah, I sold mine for 120, and I yeah. really the bottle, wish I did. The bottle's elegant and implies a lot Dude, of value. That's one of the best packagings in whiskey. Period. Yeah. Will it? The fucking Easily. family crest is the fam- so beautiful. The, the family crest, the purple, the like purple, the, purple, the, the Kelly oh green. I, I used to work at the Southern yeah. and. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, Keep it going. They yeah. have a, a mid 90s. So back when they were sourcing, it, it was wax top. Um. It was wax top. It's yeah. purple. It's a th- their thirteen year family yeah. estate. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Yeah, was awesome. They were trying to sell it for one fifty a pour for a while there. That's too much, but but like, it's a great bottle. It is. Speaking so, of speaking of bottles, you should pop this. Yeah, real quick. pop All this, right. and then I got a I question. Pop that pussy. Yep. I'm like worried about. I'm worried about spilling it. <laughs> That's all right. Ooh. Ooh. That's always certified. Ooh. It was yeah. eager. All right. So I asked this question in the car certified and we didn't look up an answer. Yes. But Adam, do you know why? And we don't have the answer yet. We haven't looked it up, but I was curious if there's some person that might know it'd be you. Why green is almost synonymous with rye. Like almost ever, like a ton of ryes have green somewhere on the packaging. And if they have a bourbon and rye, like the rye is almost always green. I don't think there's really a synonymous cover, color with bourbon per se, but for rye, like if I just run through a bunch of ryes in my head, they're all green. Like what? Give me some examples. Like Black Maple Hill, oh, yeah, Mictors, Bullet, Bullet uh, Knob Creek, yeah, Willow, Elijah Craig. Elijah, Elijah Craig. Craig. So I don't have a distinct, like a 
real answer, but Do you, have a guess? You, you would think that. Do you guys want more of this? We barely drink any. The, Take a little bit. The the color Is thing. Think about how many bourbons have like a a red or like a maroon or an orange or a. I, I think you associate a color with. So when I think green, I always think rye when I think green. Man. I Whatever just think like spicy, mm. earthy. Mm -hmm. I don't know more herbal. Where like bourbon is sweeter, right? You think yeah. about even antique for special reserve. Like yeah. antique has so much more. I'm talking about Weller for people who don't know. <laughs> for those of you um, that are listening. But like maroon label Weller, so much richer, so much sweeter. And yeah. then like the green is kind of like thin. It's kind of a little more spicy. It's kind mm -hmm. of like, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's it. I, I But I have no idea. Speaking mm. of uh, Weller 107, I just want to yeah. reiterate this. I think we talked yeah. about it on the last pod and I want to say it again. Um, I'm sure you know this. If you don't. I love it. Awesome. But uh, did you just shoot that? No, Love I just that. took a. I only poured a little bit. Oh, pour more if you want. So, um, I brought this to be drink. Weller, that's also our stance on all bourbon I and whiskey. Forever yeah. and ever, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. I have a my go to place to get Weller 107 in Grand Rapids all day for twelve dollars. You're for gonna share this? Oh, uh, I oh, shared on the last anyway. Last but for twelve dollars for a two ounce pour oh, for a shot. Okay. And usually. The way they pour, I'm like, that's not a two ounce pour, my guy. But some, it's just just because I go there enough. Um, speakeasy, dog. Uh, they have Henry McKenna ten for thirteen dollars two ounces. We sell for twenty. Yeah, and they is all, that a good price? Thirteen dollars? Isn't it like a fifty dollar bottle? Uh, that's yeah, still but it's allocated. Than, yeah, oh, okay, it's allocated. Okay. Yeah, fuck, dude. So you used, to, we used to get that fucking shit for twenty six dollars at gas stations. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like in in Seattle, and no one yeah. knew about it. Like mm -hmm. we were, we were like. You gotta try this. This is so good. And mm -hmm. then it won whatever. Yeah. Right. Bourbon it won the bourbon Francisco of the year. Yeah. Bourbon, yeah. 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 Yep. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's like wow, this is double the price. Or it's the same thing happened with um uh Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yeah. Yeah. We like were that shit used to be thirty bucks. Yeah. And it now happened it's to not it's messed Knob up. Knob Creek thirteen, I believe, too. That's what happened with that. The one with the blue label. Yeah. They, that one. Um, anyways. Fame ruins them. They stop driving that old Corolla and they start hanging not. out with models on the guy. And yeah. like, I, I will say, effect. if you were to start a spirit company right now, yeah. what award would you want it to win out of all of them? If you could only pick one, you could guarantee it as a win. What award if would I you want? If I was in Michigan? No. Any award. So, I mean, it's different, right? Because different things hold different okay. weight. Yeah. Um... So there isn't like one that like no, she there's all, no. I mean, like I, I think gold like San Francisco. You don't want. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? to me, it's like San Francisco's like the big dog. Yeah. Um, New York's big dog. Um. Other than that, there's just so fucking many. Like, how yeah. do you, how do you keep up? Like, we just had this conversation on the la little last podcast. I don't know if you I, you may not yeah. made it that far, but I only made um, it about 15 minutes in. And that's then okay. You guys showed up. But yeah, that's no okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You really made it to the research. Ben Dick, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's called Peyronie's like, disease. Peyronie's disease. Yeah. I need to hear about this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, See, that's how I get people. It's a stupid, <laughs> stupid intro. Names, yeah. yeah. But I was, we were just talking to Dave. Like, what? Like, there's all this almost like a snake oil, if you will. Like. Everyone seems to be winning gold, double gold, silver at San Francisco. And I know there's a thousand different categories, and there's Kentucky and there's New York. Yep. Which one actually matters? You know, in my opinion, none of them. Okay. I think what matters is like getting a group of bartenders behind yeah. what they want to sell, right? Because you guys could get really stoked about Benchmark. Mm -hmm. Or is that what it's called? Benchmark? Yeah. Like, the, isn't that like some offshoot of. Um, That's uh, uh, what's yeah. Benchmark? That's uh, uh, it's the bottom bitch of Buffalo Trace. It's like Buffalo ten bucks. Trace, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I, I think I think word of mouth is Barrel more. Barton's actually is the bottom bitch, but it's not in Michigan. VOB? That's so Barrel much Barton's. It's so much. I, I don't think VOB is not Buffalo Trace. I don't think it's no, it's is. not. 
Very old bard. I think it's its own and thing. I think that's maybe no, it's not. Oh, it's Sazerac. It's Sazerac. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. No, VOB but, is nine is seventeen ninety two. No, it's Sazerac. Yeah, it yes, because, yes, mm, yes, yes. I'm almost positive because nope, if you want it's seventeen ninety two because Barton is a seventeen ninety two thing, dude. Hmm. There's another bottom bitch in the Sazerac lineup that if you want it in your well, it's like one of those like loop arounds to get the high end Sazeracs like the allocations. Yes. It's, that, like it's that one shitty vodka. You're right. And I'm, it's Wheatley. Yeah, yeah Wheatley. Wheatley. That's what we do at God, Sidebar dude, to get. Kill me. Yeah, that's what we use at Sidebar to yeah. get the allocations. Mm. All right. Yeah. We got Will it for year. And oh, I yeah. mentioned this before and this is the thing that I taste on it and it's not in a bad way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not in a bad way. And I think Wait, it might- can I say what I think you might say before you say it? If you get it right, because I've never heard thunder. you. Get it right, gonna, his thunder. If you get it right, I'm gonna fucking leave. Palette dick measuring in three, two, two one. Hit it on the table. Lipstick. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just like getting really close to the mic yeah, and saying yeah. shit. Lipstick. But that's like what lipstick. I get. It tastes like it tastes like lipstick. What do you get, Josiah? Okay, so I think it might be the new mash bill, but for me, and it's not in the bad way. I think it's more of a the dill side, but pickle juice. Pickle juice. Pickle juice. We can rope this back into wine if you'd like. Please. I love that. So when you age something Fuck. in in new pickle juice. Mm-hmm. So when when like um going through like sommelier shit, like right, like learning how to taste wine, et cetera, one of the main indicators of new oak especially new American oak, which this obviously has like brand new oak, never Mm -hmm. been used. It's a fucking fresh oak barrel and you pour juice into it. Um, Dill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dill, vanilla, um, baking spice. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the longer it stays in the barrel, the less like dill is young. Like dill is like, dill is like, dill is like fresh brand new oak versus something you would taste in like something that aged for like 15 years. I was going right. to say, like, so yeah. it can be fresh oak and yeah. like if you would have sampled Elijah Craig 18 year at four years, you would get more dill than yes. you would yes. at 18 years. 100%. Okay. Like I low-key want to do a pickleback shot with this. You'd probably be disgusting. <laughs> I, would, I mean, if, if, disgusting. If, if you That's guys wouldn't have content. paid content, I'm gonna guess you paid content. near a hundred dollars for this. No, I got no. that at MSRP out of Chicago. Yeah, which is what like fifty, fifty nine. Yeah, fifty nine bucks. Which is why you should pour yourself more. I'm gonna give it a three point seven. Really? I just ever I, so I used to be completely obsessed with Willet. Mm-hmm. I, I think their pot still bourbon and the Aladdin genie bottle sucks. Yeah, it's thank you. Absolute absolute you were about so to say it's bad. good. I was about no, to just fucking so leave. Bro. I was about to be so just, sad. I, I, there was only one thing that that pot still bottle is good for, and it is making a bong. Yes. yes. <laughs> Shout out to AJ yeah. because AJ butt ch- butt bought it. Yeah, butt chugging. Butt chugging. Butt- <laughs> really yes, that's what I'm into. But like yeah. AJ actually, like I sold him a bottle, and he literally bought it just to make a fucking bong out of it because. Really? It literally looks like a fucking bong already. It does. It does. It's a cool. It's a. It, I, I mean, it's a cool bottle. I'm it doing air quotes. Like, I mean, you put ass. that whiskey in a Evan Williams bottle, and all of a sudden things make sense. Yeah. Like literally, we just dumped the bottle. And we didn't even drink it. And it's made a bong way out of it. Too, I, I feel spoiled being an old human. Cool. But an like old, an old head. How I started with Willet was everything that was MGP and. Yeah. Say what you will about MGP, and for we people, we say good and bad dude, things about MGP on this. But pod. the fucking rye whiskey from MGP is really, really, really so, good. Seriously, we're gonna edit this out. We're just gonna bleep it out. Okay. Probably not actually. But do we, you know of any whiskeys off the top of your head right now that source their rye from MGP? Bullet, bullet, fuck bullet. We're fuck not gonna bullet. drink bullet. Yeah. Okay. Um, You've Angel, heard about all that, Angel, right? Angel's Envy. Angel's Envy is sourced. Yeah. Oh wow! I thought it was a Heaven Hill product. 
No, that's Angels in the MGP. that's in the Jim Beam portfolio. Okay, yeah, right on. Um, but okay, that's dude, it sourced. used to be it, like literally when I was in the fucking game, every rye was MGP. Like there was no Nobody one took the time to source yeah, down. And, rye. And, and Washington State was actually one of the first people doing micro distilleries. Blah blah blah. Well, have you had Black Maple Hill? That's Oregon, but oh no, that's Black Was- Maple Hill is not Oregon. It's is it Washington. Black Maple Hill is fucking MGP juice that is used it? to be amazing, and now it's Oregon, and it sucks. Dude, I think it's the good. rye is crazy. So they used to. It's in a bottle oh, like this, right? Go. Yeah, right. It's in yeah. a fucking like. It's in a, it's in a baby's fucker. head yeah, shaped yeah, yeah. bottle. <laughs> it used to be in a bottle like like this. And mm-hmm. for the for the listeners, all six of you, this is like a. <laughs> we actually have about six hundred, but yeah. that's besides the point. Really? It, I thought you, we were two hundred. No, six hundred. Like, six hundred oh, now. Fuck. Black Maple Hill used to be in the Rowan's Creek shaped bottles with a wax top. It was Seriously? aged. It was aged for a certain <laughs> amount of time. Dude, it was some of the best. And I'm like, I would have never thought about that in my life. Old school Black Maple Hill was some of the best whiskey on the planet. Fuck. It was all MGP. Dark, so like then Black it became Maple. an Oregon whiskey and it fucking is trash. <laughs> no, it's it's not not no, it's not. It's have you so had bad. the rye? Have you had the rye? You should have brought it. I, next time you're in Buffalo, I'll make you try it. And you'll be Mr. <laughs> tough Guy and you'll say it's is trash. It, is, it face, is it $100? Uh, a bottle? We, we got it under the table, so I can't tell you what we got it's it for. But, um, this is how we know we're an hour in. is because things are getting caked. I don't even want it. We're an hour in already. Doesn't it feel like you're just hanging out? We gotta cut this off. No, no we're no, not, not cutting shit. Okay. We don't fucking cut shit off. <laughs> no, but the Black Maple Hill, uh, me and uh, Lane pointed out, but I completely agree. It's like super fennel forward, mm. and it's interesting because not a lot of ryes are like that. And I'm disap- I, I'm slightly disappointed in this whiskey. Yeah, because I don't like this. That well, much. I'm a, I'm a high like a not high rye guy, but like a high proof rye. That's my favorite kind of whiskey there is. Yeah, like right. one ten and above with oh, a yeah. rye. Like Dude, just... Pike, Pikesville's dollar for dollar one of the best whiskeys mm. on the planet. Pikesville. Yep. Um, we talked about this because we've been working dude, on that. Like one thing. Heaven Heaven Hill fucks with rye. Heaven Hill fucks with overproof whiskey. Period. Yeah. yeah. If you can ever, and it's not in Michigan, but the six year Heaven Hill bottled and bond. We have like, it in the basement. It's we like have twelve dollars. It's like twelve dollars. Is, is it seven? I thought it was six here. There's a seven, but seven, we seven. also have a six down there. Yeah, we. They're pretty so. Sure. It's so cheap and it's so good. That's why yeah, we have six, seven, I guess, and then we have the. Maybe, do we have I seventeen think, actually, right I now actually too? I think Josiah in his locker had the six year bonded. Yeah, he yes. had the six year. We have seven years yep. downstairs. Yeah. Okay, there it is. That's but crazy. Some news for Heaven Hill: they are no longer doing the old Fitz. Fuck you! They're no longer <laughs> doing old Fitz lineup. They're switching to an Heaven Hill tag because old Fitz is bonded. Heaven Hill is blended. Yeah. So okay. they don't have to, yeah. you know what I mean? They don't have to ha- yeah. only have this 100 proof bottle, you know, under one. They can blend with others. Um, not to say that it's not all Heaven Hill juice, but they can pull in other barrels. You know what so I mean? So they're not Absolutely. doing. The decanter series is over. So those. Like de- the big ass expensive ones that with everyone the wants. Which means, what about, like, what about Old Fitz like seven year? That was amazing. Mm, I, I don't fit? know. They're all good. They dude. might keep them going, but I don't think they're going to continue with it. Like, because so, every year it's like 16, 17, yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't is, think they're going to keep that. That's no that's longer. Done. But the, I think like the standard like six year is going to continue going. Yeah, I, no, I, n- I never got to try one of those old, old, like one of the like baller bottle Fitzgeralds. Damn, you dude. Are they try good? That Buffalo? Oh, I got some They're just so expensive. Like, it was so fucking pricey. Next time you're in Buffalo, I'll give you a one ounce pour of the Heaven Hill 17. Yeah, okay. It's fucking awesome. All right. So, on top of that, also, where were we in. That one town outside of Detroit where we had the fits? 
Oh, uh, we were in. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was that one weird it's bar. Called, it's the bar called the Oakland. It's dark, yes. sexy. Made me like okay. As a Buffalo Traders bartender, I felt out of place there. Like yeah. like the kind of snobbiness. You Dude, know what I mean? I, I literally but they had an extreme. Well, why does anyone want to go to a bar like that? I don't know. Why does well, that? Why does anyone told, want to go to any bar that you don't feel like fucking welcomed and like I? Right. Hey, I'm trying to get. Did fun. I feel welcome? I might there? want a vodka no. soda. No. But like, I still am a nice person. I'm right. trying so to get matter, fucked up. Like, matter fuck of fact, you. I like, would never go back because I never. didn't felt welcome. Yeah. But the cocktails were fucking spectacular. Like, blew me away. That's yeah. fine. But you, you could balanced. also make yourself they were that. And the whiskey, they were, the I know, hundred percent. Service like the whiskey list was cheap as shit though. Yeah, we used to sell Fitz uh, seventeen for seventy a pour. For seventy five dollars a pour, they sold it for thirty dollars a pour. Exactly the best value. The best value. Oh shit! I got. Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull. uh, Well, keep talking. I'm gonna. That's crazy. Drone that one over here. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Probably. That's crazy. Anyways, I was was going for a drone. One of our crazy Mm -hmm. followers in R because now now I'm a part of this permanently. (laughs) (laughs) One of our followers is psychoing out on us with uh, a drone. That's That's crazy. Anyways, what's your opinion on circumcision? Uh, I'm glad that I am. Yeah. Bunch of. But I also understand why you know i wish i had my foreskin bro do you though because i just want to know what it's like i want you just want to clean you want a foreskin for a day you just want to clean smegma the rest of your life listen 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 he wants to keep it hold up hold up hold up up. listen this is it hmm. i want to be the one to make the decision okay yeah i like that i really like that off I will cut my foreskin off. But here's the thing. So wouldn't you rather endure that pain when you don't have memory pain? I physical? fuck that shit. You know how much pain I've been through since then? Yeah, but like so much more, bro. I don't give a fuck about to cut my own foreskin off. <laughs> I don't right, believe bro. that for a second. What I do, do you, not believe What do you that think for a about so you're talking about thirty saying, bro. thirty dollar Fitzgerald? This is like what we were selling uh, when we ever got a Pappy allocation, that's was our prices. Oh my god. For a two ounce pour tax included. Are you serious? And we would and and so if you if you if you if you I mean I don't remember what it is, Look but at it's the like the prices in the comment or in the tag. And so uh, the guy that I was talking about who's like again an icon. <laughs> but I was about to throw your fucking phone in the pool. But we'd also we'd also sell out of it, you know, within a week. Instantly, but like we're yeah. like, you know what, we have McKenna, we have all these things that we want to turn you on to. We don't need turn to jack on. up jack up the price jack of off. Pappy. Well it was we, like you yeah. get this because you're a regular here. But like one of the comments from like, again, a dude who I kind of idolize from Canon, who's like, at that price, I'll buy all of your 15 year. Let me know when I can come down and grab the yeah, bottle. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we just were like, we get this because we, you know, we're a cool bar and like, it's, they want it, to be there. It, it's really cool to like jack up your fucking prices and make a bunch of money off someone. But it's also cool to be like, hey, you come in every day. You want to try Pappy? Here it is for 25 bucks. I guess mm-hmm. I guess what we do at Buffalo, which is along that same mindset, we jack up our prices for allocated items, but we regularly give out discounts to almost anyone that is a regular. Like right. you get friends and right. family like instantly. Yeah, if you sure. if you showed up essentially for two <clears throat> months, a, like a one day every uh, for two months, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you get twenty percent off your bill every single time. It was so it, for it us. It was like that. a statement piece. It right. was like, look how like look every, at us. Everyone else is gonna fucking roll this out, and you're not. But even though we have great whiskey, you're not coming here to buy Pappy. But guess what? We have it, and here it is for cheap. Yeah. 
Like yeah. we're not making uh, our money off of like one bottle of this shit. We're making our money because, because you want to yeah. come in and hang out and like you want to yeah. pay $15 for a cocktail that I pour liquid nitrogen in. But yeah. I think that, I think yeah. that goes hand in hand with your philosophy of hospitality. It's like, it's all right, the most important thing so I can monetize like 15 pours off of this bottle. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sick margin dog gone in two weeks. Then what? Or, yeah. or you give it to him for cheap. They love you for it. You have a conversation. Yep. Yep. You throw them a couple other, you you sell them a couple other pours that are mid price for full price. Yep. You make up that margin you would have had otherwise and you make a friend. Yeah. And but, they, but the they reality is, is like $25 for a shot of Pappy Tenure. That is much more than full margin. It's a $40 bottle it of whiskey. Is, yeah. yeah. If you it's gotta, a $40 I, bottle I, of if whiskey. If you're getting it like for MSRP, forget. which is fucking yes. crazy. So I don't know. I just, I've, I, the, yeah. the, what is Pappy? Is it 15 was the highest that you had? There was a twenty three and fifteen and a lot. What is what is twenty three at? Like on on premise price. Two. So we didn't have on off. We were just like this is is the premise. Yeah, Pappy twenty three is supposed to be like two fifty, two sixty, right? I think we paid. I mean, this is a guess. We paid under two hundred, but this was twenty sixteen. Okay, so Mm. but probably right around two sixty. And we still charged a hundred bucks for a two ounce pour, which is a huge markup. That's great, but but dude, people will fucking spend like fucking. Well, there's the other half of the conversation, Adam, yeah. is that like people have disposable <laughs> income, and if we bring in Heaven Hill 17, then you can't find a bottle anywhere in this yeah. fucking state except for on but our Michigan, shelf. Michigan and Seattle were very different markets. Yeah, 100%. and so like all of that. I know you've already listened to my life story, but like when I moved back to Grand Rapids, um, you know, I moved back here being like, I want to open the best cocktail bar in town. I want to open the best wine bar. I want to. Oh, I want to be a part of like anything beverage that's the best mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i want and i want to create that and um i i still think to this day and you know no offense to anyone who's doing things or trying to do things but like we're still so behind the cocktail game. 100%. Like, there is no mm-hmm. one doing cocktails here like there's like four or five oh. places where you can go and get like and I, you know i'm not the person who goes out and i'm like what can you make me with an egg white or whatever right but like there's not a lot of good places to get a cocktail still, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I, I, I think that it, we, when I was out West, like, you know, there were 50 bars yeah. that could make you a Negroni and ask you what gin and what vermouth you want. Unreal, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like it was just, it's just a different scene. So and, yeah, you're so hundred percent right there. The thing that like, so like I'm originally, fr- I was born in California, raised in Denver so every time I go back to Denver, I go to all the the big bars there. I mean, yep. I got fucking Death and Co out there and yep. shit. You know what I mean? So like, I've been to all those places, and it's sure they're great cocktails. But the one thing that I think the Midwest does better than anybody else, in my opinion, is whether it be like real or not, is there's this element of hospitality that you cannot find. And I think that for me personally, like I'm always comparing that aspect. Like maybe I'm biased, you know, because like you know I go to Buffalo Traders and shit like that. Like I'll go to all these so, high end fucking. <laughs> I'll go to four these, good places to you. get cocktails in Grand Rapids, and yeah, Buffalo is not one of them. Yeah. True <laughs> facts. Uh, but anyways, like I'll go to these Bob places and then like, yep, there it is. <laughs> but, like I'll go to all these like high end places, like in like Denver and whatever, and I'm like, damn, yeah, you made me a fucking good cocktail, but. Where was the hospitality? Or you just Where leave. You know what I mean? I like you, you have exactly. one drink and you just leave. And you're like, like that was cool. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. like it, creating an experience is the most important thing in any sort of realm of restaurant or beverage. Right. And that's exactly why, I mean, like, that's exactly why I do 
that's I don't I mean I, I I'm kind of buzzed now, so I almost just said this yeah, is yeah. why I have a pool. It's because I'm like <laughs> I'm fucking I'm fucking nice to my account. Hey, we're all yeah. going to like yeah. you you I care. I know when your glass pour wine that I sell is gonna run out of stock, so I like right. know. Yeah. Like it's shit like that. Those little things. Dude, that goes a really it fucking does. long way. Mm-hmm. And like, if you remember a person, even if they've only been in one time, hey, I remember, and I used to keep a notebook behind the bar. This was the person they hung out for a long time. And I, I didn't keep like hyper detailed notes, but if somebody hung out for a couple hours and had four drinks, I'd be like, this is what they liked. Loved loved last words. Yes. Shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, oh, dude, like I created this cocktail. Like, I think you'd like it. I remember last time you were in. Like, dude, that fucking, like, that yeah. makes you money. It makes them feel so special. It, it does. Yeah. And it also makes you as the bartender feel special because like you have created now like a human experience with another person that Exactly. It's it's it, it's it's so overlooked. Yep. And it's it's why a lot of places I think in this city like don't necessarily have an upper edge cocktail yep. wise is because there aren't there there's very there's Again, I'm gonna get myself in trouble saying this, but I'm about to get myself in trouble. We can edit this out, right? But like, just say it. There's only there's only you know a dozen people in this city who can make great cocktails, right? right? And 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 then you cut that in half with people who are like kind, who care, who remember you coming in, who know what you drank last time you had, who know a little bit about wine, who know a little bit about like having this multifaceted aspect to your career is so important well that's the kicker dude is that there is you for that 12 people that can make a good cocktail it's also Mm. the same 12 people who have decided that this is their career everyone else is doing it's a college student that wants it needs a job needs to make money it's someone that's in between jobs grand rapids doesn't have a solid base of people that have decided that this is my career and i'm going to make something great out of it right where these bigger cities have Hundreds, thousands. I mean, mean? if if I wouldn't move to Seattle, I'd be like doing. I'd be crunching numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, you, if I can cut in, uh, you had talked about how you didn't want to pigeonhole yourself, but now you're talking pretty straight up about how like having that multifaceted aspect to your career, your history, your knowledge base is what differentiates you. Yeah, that's like the same thing, right? Like, so I don't want to pigeonhole myself and just be a, a bartender. Yeah. But I want to be the best bartender. I want to know the most about wine. I want to know the, I want to be the best service provider. I want to know how operations work. I want to know every single thing. I want you to come into a place that I work and I fucking miss hospitality so much. You guys like, if you ever want to start to end at Buffalo, we'll have I, you on. I, would, I like, I, so I did it once. Like when Joel was still mm-hmm. there, like I did it with Rob. It was so oh, fun. Yeah, like it was, was, it was way so back fun. When, dude. Yeah. Like I, I miss it a lot. I miss. We it, can have Wednesdays, dude. Like it's come on. There's legality is about it. Where like, you don't if, sell wine at Buffalo. If, well, you do, but if, you don't. if some wine rep got pissed that I was like working the floor, they could like turn me into the MLCC. Well, then we'll have you behind the bar. You're not working the floor. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, I still know. can't do that. We'll take Berto off yeah. of the menu it, for a night. That would be like, <laughs> that would be like me performing a favor. Yeah. yeah. But, but all I'm saying is like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 th- I think what you're saying, Lane, is the same thing where I'm like, it's so cool if you know the most about whiskey, like of anyone on the planet. But like, if you can't fucking talk to somebody to save your life, like it doesn't matter. Dude. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just making a comment about like a change yeah. of perspectives over time. Yeah. I um, mean, how at one point in your life, you're like, I, I don't want to be pigeonholed. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to go balls deep on this. And now you're yeah. back yeah. to like, well, the best people that are the best people in the game. <clears throat> 
are the ones it, like the perspective shift like the, it's yeah. the service and to be able to give good it's service a, you it, need to be able to speak intelligently to a lot of people yep about a, a, a variety of things you need to have i so i i'm in the camp of like jack of all master of none yes but you need to be proficient in all i feel grateful to be like i kind of actually i'm not gonna say it uh, I want to like, say it like, can we like please edit this? Like, can we not say this on the pod? Yes. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk it after. We'll talk I know, about it after. I know. I know a lot about liquor, and I know mm-hmm. a, a fuck ton about wine. Mm-hmm. And I, but so like knowing, I feel like I know a lot about all of those categories. Yeah. Right, and that's what catapulted me. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, I know a little bit about this and a little about that. And I can say like, this is full bodied or light bodied, or this is like high proof or low proof. Like I dove really fucking deep to like, I can talk to you guys intelligently about will it. Yeah. I can pour you any fucking wine on the planet and talk to you about it. Like I dove deep. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, the overarching thing is like, just care about whoever walks in your fucking door. Mm hmm. Are they leaving being like, this is the best experience I've had drinking alcohol? And maybe it's not. But like, do you care enough to know if it's not or it is? So why did you want that edited? Because nothing you said was wrong. Well, because I don't want to say I know a lot about all this stuff. No, what you just said. Embrace the knowledge that you have. What you just said is that I tried so hard to make sure that experience you had was good. What happens in the 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 disconnect is. The thing that I don't want to say is like, I know so much. Maybe well, do you, you do though. Do yeah. You? Yeah. So shut up. <laughs> but I, I still don't want that dude. The city, you know, I, li- I lived in a clicky. Fuck a Midwest false humility. You, Adam, you're an intelligent, like, you qualified man. You're, you're, a, you're a fucking god, dude. <laughs> right. Suck your dick now. In the name of like, you guys, hold on. I think somebody's stealing my Mercedes right now. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that a humble brag? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Which Mercedes? Yeah, two of them. Yeah, yeah two this of them. Dude's so rich, away. he left his windows open. <laughs> he doesn't even get come steal it. I... <laughs> Thorn Apple River. Thorn Apple River. Yeah, nine five zero Paradise Drive, baby. <laughs> yeah. We're editing that out. No, that's his address. I, I think. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call myself. I wouldn't call myself a humble person. Right, because yeah. that's fine. I, I, I have Just been, know it. I have been like the meek will not inherit the earth. I don't care what the fuck. <laughs> a spade is a spade. Yeah, I fucking busted my ass for like a decade. Exactly. That literally, other than this group, like I rarely talk about. No one knows about in this city. Yeah. And now I have become, you know, like one of the most successful wine reps in the city. Yeah. Because I fucking busted my ass. It's not just because like I'm like nice and cute and fun and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like. I fucking busted my ass to yeah. like get to this place. So, when- well, the disconnect is that you never. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. You're, you're good. Then the, the disconnect. my ass to the, get here. <laughs> the disconnect is that you never turn sour, or yeah. if you did, it was a period of time. Because what happens with people that bust their ass so hard, and we've seen it a thousand times. I've seen it a hundred times, and I'm 26 years old in this industry. Yeah. Is that people that bust their ass and take so much pride in what they do is that they just eventually they reflect all the negativity or the lack of of knowledge from their customer base and they get edged, they get jaded. 
kid and edged. they just become yeah they get they lack of edging if you will. I love being edged. Yeah, dude. Say, bro, dude, dude, I, I mean, I just bust buckets afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like they didn't. I they, the they didn't feel, tie my hands behind my back. They felt as if they're. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This goes out to Adam's mother-in-law. <laughs> may or may not be listening. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I don't think you have anything that we should edit out in this no, podcast. Dude, you're, you you're, have not said anything. I would really, bro. I would you're just. Real homie. I, I feel. I feel. I also feel like I have this a is my own bottle, by the way, Lane. So you can't. <laughs> no, 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 I, I was just looking at. It and then Sorry, I was literally thinking. I also thought I could open like, another bottle of wine if you guys wanted to, like. Yeah, mellow. <laughs> Can we rate this? Yeah, so you already did three point seven, right? I, I, I'm like, I'm going down. You're going oh, farther shit. down. I'm going I like down. it. As I don't he like it. Takes his third pour. Down low are we going? <laughs> well, I, I like the proof. Yeah, the proof is yeah, great. The proof is great. I'm like, I'm feeling a little buzzed. Uh, I feel. A lack I'm gonna of, say like 112. It's 116. You know what's a regret? We talked about. Proof testing with Steve, and we never actually tested him. I made a comment about it, and then we just never did it, dude. I would, I, I would him. love to blind proof test whiskeys with you guys, and mm-hmm. I, I, I feel confident about it. Hey, all right, we part already two. part two. Adam Fortuna, Fortuna. Can I call you Tuna? Can You've been you? edged, and now you're gonna finish him. Can the I next call you one? Big Tuna? Big Tuna. You can call like in the office if you leave here feeling good. I, I don't call care. him Fortune That's hospitality, tuna. baby. Fortune Whoa, is good. No, a t- Fortune t- tuna. tuna has been the classic nickname. Tuna. I like Fortune Tuna. I've never heard that. I've called that to your face a few times. That just shows you don't listen to me. Can I call, <laughs> never call me that again. Can I call you <laughs> Spicy Tuna Roll? Spicy Tuna. All right, yeah. 3.7 from Adam. Are you I'm going gonna, down? I'm, I'm going to 3.5. 3.5. I, I don't think this is good. 3.5. I think it tastes like unaged rye that has four years of a barrel in it, which is exactly what it is. But like... I don't think it's that good. Fair. What do you I, guys think? I just think? don't think it's good. As the high proof rye guy, I will go like, last. Uh, this this will be really bad of me to say. Bullet rye tastes better than this. You hate the gays, and dude. I Ooh. no 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 no, dude. Yeah, you do. Dude, like yeah, like do. so. This whole the whole spearhead behind um, Hollis, yeah. being like disowned by her family, not mm-hmm. credited. That was like. It's not a Seattle thing, but that was like spearheaded by a lot of people out there. Uh-huh. Like I've been living this life with Bullet forever. I fucking hate Bullet. The juice is, but better. the juice, the juice, is the juice, is, the juice is tastes like better. Than certifiably, is not good. the worst. It's whiskey. good. It's good. Yeah. If, if we were blinding it like out of a bottle or out of a paper bag, you guys would be like, "This is fucking good." Yeah. You're not their wrong. Bur- their bourbon sucks. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. They're- fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> never. Everyone listening, all of you, never buy it. Never buy Bullet. Yep. They're homophobic. They're horrible. They're horrible. Rainbow haters. The 3. worst. 3.5. 3.5. I'm going to give it a solid four uh, because I I like it, and that might honestly just be the impressionability of, like, it's a beautiful bottle. It um, is and so also, beautiful. Also, I don't know pre, pre-self-made pre Willet. I don't know MGP historic Willet, yeah. and I feel like that's probably yeah. impacting a lot it of is. your opinion on this, Adam. Like, you know what Bullet used to be, and now you see... Like and and I, I want to love it, and it, but I, I would like to say, okay, so if I have no preconceived notions, maybe I'd be 4.5. Yeah. But I just know what Willet used to do and used to be, and they kept this same beautiful packaging, and like it's still high rye, you know, high rye rye, if that's a thing. High, high rye, rye rye. Yeah. High rye rye. High rye high rye. rye, rye. It's, rye. Not, <laughs> it's not some it's rye, rye, rye rye. Rye rye. What's your name? Um, oh, nice. it's, but it just doesn't taste that good, and especially not for the price. <laughs> All right, uh, three point five four. Josiah, I get a flat four. Yeah, you locked in a number. You said earlier. I think he's like yeah. a six point five. 
I'll do a flat 6. five. 6.9. Oh, flat five. So I'm a flat five as well, and <laughs> it's tough because I love a proof and I love the ride. I don't think it's that hot for a 116. It's hot, but it's not that hot. 116? It's 58%, right? 55.5. 55.5. 11. 11.6. Oh, 111.6. Okay. Still, it doesn't. It hides the heat decently, but what's disappointing is, Adam, and you kind of hit on it, is that there, this is my first time tasting this, too. I've had this bottle for a year. I haven't popped it yet. Thank first you Willow. for opening it. Yeah, of course. Um... It's doesn't have any spice for a rye. These high these high proof ryes usually are so spicy. Yeah. Even if it's like a three to five year, it's usually super spicy. Yeah. And this is just like it hits the front of your tongue, it tastes decent, and then it goes away. All, so those, for all that, the spices from like the heat of the proof. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's not any flavor spice. <clears throat> so for that, I will go flat five. I, I wasn't truly disappointed, but I was I was hoping this bottle would be a six. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. For how allocated and f- Thought and allocation could just come from the time period of Michigan we live in at this point, right? But the time whatever. We live in. Not yeah. to not I, to I worship do. Sazerac, but I think Sazerac six year was better than Willet four. Dude, oh, Sazerac, yeah, by, by a lot more three dollars a bottle. I also have like a I weird humble brag. Same, I believe. Actually, no. I'd love to hear it. A weird Willet humble brag is yeah. that I um I was I was flown or I was able to go to Germany. For my job now, so I mean, for which, the which, wine which, job, which we've never, I guess, I've never actually said. I sell wine, everybody. Like I work for a wine distributor. We said in the beginning, like uh, softly. I've left like liquor, even though I'm still avid in it. I I work fully in wine now. Um, so I went to Germany and I went to this awesome fucking bar in Frankfurt. And Frankfurt is a very big city in Germany, like third or fourth biggest city. Oh yeah, and um, it's a hub that people um. It's like a layover city, so not mm-hmm. a lot of people actually explore it. But I was—I got to be there for two days outside of this wine trip, mm-hmm. randomly on my like. This was 2019, 2020. There was a fucking bar there, and they had a bottle of Willet that was completely waxed. It was dated 1983, I think, and it was wrapped in fucking like Saran wrap, like fully wrapped, no never been unwrapped. And I got to talk to all the people. You could smoke cigs in the bar, which, what up? Let's, That's like, fucking let's awesome. Let's get back to that. Yeah, let's get right? back to that. Yeah. Like, like, fuck. I think we're coming around. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. Um, I had a couple cocktails. I was talking to him, like, oh, you know, like, in my broken German, which my broken German is I know zero German words. And I'm like, I used to be a bartender in America. Have you heard of us? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, and it just got to this point where the dude was like, let's open this bottle. And it, I can't remember the age statement. I probably have a picture. Um, I think it was like a 12 or a 16 year or something rye, purple wax top, 1983 bottled, um, and he popped it. That's fucking amazing. And I was like, (laughs) this is sick. Uh, And I was like, and it was like, they were charging like $600 a shot or something wild. And he he poured me a little bit. He poured me a little bit. He's like, let's have a little bit. And I'm going to like talk in a French accent, but he was like, let's have a little bit. And like, can I bum a cigarette? And I was like, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though we're in Germany. Sick, yeah. Sure, bro. Sick deal. Yeah. And like, I, and it was like, it, that was a really wonderful, amazing, um, really wonderful uh, hospitality experience. And I was by myself. It was the first time I'd traveled like internationally by myself. And, and again, you remember the bartender. Can you describe the place of the bar? Could you describe Kinda, the space Yeah, it right was now? like, you know, it was a beautiful, long, backlit, neon green bar. Excellent, excellent liquor selection. Like no frills or not no frills, but no um, basic bullshit. 
Just every single thing no they had. No one botanical? No. Everything everything <laughs> well, was intentional. Yes, they did have green yes. tea and mint kettle one. No. <laughs> no, but every single spirit they had was just did like perfect. Did they have perfect. real kettle one? It was, which I found I, out I recently think so. is... I like yeah. real kettle Real one. kettle one is not vodka. Real kettle one is... Uh, is it Jennifer? Jennifer, 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 yeah, whatever dude. it is pronounced. Yeah. Jennifer. Dutch. Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. Like Jennifer. Jennifer. It's Jennifer's no, body. Shout know. out to uh, Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I hate to be the one to do this, but we are in a very precarious situation. Last time we recorded in the situation, we lost all the audio. You guys got to end it. The battery's running low. You guys, so, like, can you ask me, like, a pop culture? Com- yeah, like, like you guys just let me fucking what's talk your, this What's whole time. your favorite Justin Bieber song? Let's do that. Oof. Um, I like the newer shit a lot more than anything else. Like... Like, that is not Justin Bieber. I know. <laughs> Wait, what? The he said, new, let me love you. He just you. started singing oh, no. a Neo song. Yeah. It would be like, I know I did. Um, I don't know. I, like, I hate them all, I would say. <laughs> um, but do you hate them equally? Least no, I, I like, like, I get my peaches down in Georgia. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's shit. shit. Like, like I like, like yeah, any of nice. the new shit I kind of like. Yeah. Okay. What's your um, favorite reality sex TV position. show? Oh, oh, Sex Position. Yep, let's go uh, with that. Oh, well, this... I'm sure you only know three. Is it going to be Evangelist? <laughs> I've been telling everybody, by the way, I've been telling everybody that the new the, the sex position is called The Evangelist. The Evangelist. Is that it's missionary? where you're in missionary, so but the legs are over your you, shoulder. Nice. The, the I thing, love that position, The dude. thing we didn't Fucking touch on is like, so I'm 39. Yeah. Okay. And my wife is 36 <laughs> or seven. And I've been with her since I was 16. That's amazing. Oh, shit. Have you had sex with anyone else? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the first thought that popped in my mind. No. No. <laughs> nice. Um, I, I would say, you know, and my wife is a mental health therapist and she has done a lot of stuff with couples and sex therapy and a lot mm-hmm. of so that being said, my, this whole lead up was I understand the like uh <laughs> You know, you, the, 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 the the position your dick takes yeah. kind of dictates what your favorite sex position is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it left, right, up to the to the sky, down? I'm like, How's it I'm curve? Like, um, no, I'm just like super long and thick. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you know Johnny Sims? Just like double I, that. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like slightly <laughs> up. You, slightly up. Okay. So you're just yeah. like this fucker but right I, here. I don't, yeah. I don't go either way. Okay. It's just kind of up. You're straight okay, down but, the middle. But, but the, way, the, the, question, the yeah. way that it's... What's your favorite wow, sex this position? is a fucking long... So the, way, the way it works <laughs> is like... What's your favorite sex position? I'm like a... Um, Doggy butt, flat body on the bed. Nice. Prone bone. Yeah. Prone bone. Prone bone. Like it. I like yeah. it. Women with pain kinks. I feel like we just that. got so much closer. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I mean, like you guys just fucking let me talk this whole episode, and I'm like, where's the pop culture shit? I want to like hear about this. Now, yeah. dude, we knew you were gonna be a wealth of information. We just want to know about you and everything that you have to like bring so what to we'll us. Do, what we'll do is we'll do another episode with you. And we'll just be God. nasty. And no, we'll do the blind body taste and then we'll get into the three pop culture episodes. shit three more episodes that's this, how it was with this is dave. a four-part series that's yeah. how it was with dave yeah. we started off super super like professional and this then- is just the fellowship of the ring dog Next yeah. two towers. <laughs> fellowship's the best one by the way you think so it's I'm not a- return of the return of the king is not no, the no, best no, 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 no. fellowship is the best <laughs> and fellowship is the exact 
um, replica of every. It's like um, what's the first Star Wars? New Phantom Hope. or New, New Hope. Hope? New Hope. They all do the same fucking thing. It's yeah. like yep. the, here's your hero. Here's what they're doing. And they they have this epic kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna like go onwards and they, like, they receive their mandate. Yeah, so this, and they go. I am Frodo, and this is Fellowship <laughs> of the yes, Rings. Yes, it is. It is. And I call I them need Sam. To, Fuck you guys. If, if <laughs> I Sam Gamgee, if, if I don't fucking put the ring in the volcano, mm-hmm. we won't I, air the episode. I'll burn this whole fucking podcast <laughs> down. <laughs> you, heard, you heard it here first, folks. Like, <laughs> all right. One more question. What do you feel about the Hobbits? Did you watch them? I'd fuck them. Oh, like, you mean the, the movies? Like, like the hot, no, I haven't. I, I'm very. This is complete side tangent. They're trash, I'm very by the excited way. about the Lord of the Rings spinoff. I'm so nervous about titties. Bro. They they said there's gonna be lots of titties, and I'm like, we don't need that. We don't. There need were that. lots of titties in the last one. No titties. Lord of the, the last Lord of the Rings. No nah. Oh wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I'm talking about the new um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I never that's watched fair. the Hobbits. I like. I watched the the three Lord of the Rings, and I cut it off, and I'm good. Yeah, that's fine. I've They're never so good. They're so fucking good. They're perfect. They're so good. I, I'm a Lord of the Rings nerd. I don't know if we've talked about this or not. We have but like, not. We can debrief after the episode. We, I fucking Josiah we, is too. I I'm love just nervous this because world. I'm nervous because I didn't want to lose any of this. Next episode, we are going to dive fucking deep into pop culture. We're yeah, talking about. I do. I'm, like, I'm like a big pop pop culture fan. So, Next. so we've been talking about this. We need to do a pop culture episode. We'll, so we'll bring you on. We'll do a blind bottle tasting as yes. like the gimmick. Proof and we'll tasting. Talk and yeah, proof yeah. tasting. And we'll just do all pop culture questions. Yeah. We'll come prepared. All right. Love uh, you guys. Hell yeah. Love you guys. And don't forget it. <laughs> Hey, all, all of the people who listen to this, thank you for welcoming wel- welcoming me as the new fourth member permanently. Yes, you're yes. welcome. Yeah, self proclaimed. Love you guys. Love you. There it is. Don't forget it. Boom. Don't forget it. Peace. Don't forget it. All right. Don't fucking forget it. <laughs>